Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. I do believe it's episode 10. So, there you go. It goes very quickly. It goes very quickly. Even, even uh, you know, I'm trying to be positive today, the day after Everton. I've, uh, I've once again exited the Carabao Cup before Christmas. It, it's a thing we like. There's a consistency there, Dave, that, you know, sometimes has to be admired that you, you try to get out this competition as quickly as you can every year. I think that's that's sometimes you've got to say they're doing well to keep that up. Well, as we said before, it's just like watching the same shit film <laughs> over and over again. And you yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> and as you say, they do have the consistency at least to to never. I was going to say never let us down. I mean, they did let us down hugely, but you know what I mean <laughs> in terms of what we probably expected. Um, I didn't fancy this last night at all. No. I really didn't. Um, I mean, there has to be a complete bounce back on Saturday. Yeah, there has to be. Um, although I don't know, I just I'm just not feeling very confident with this squad of players. Full stop at the moment. I um, and I don't just mean I don't just mean on the back of that result yeah, last yeah. night. I think just generally. We'll, I I'm mean, a we'll, we'll, bit we'll wobbly. We'll go back over last night, but we'll do very 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 briefly Saturday as well. But I was just, I was glad I wasn't here on Monday to do the preview for it because I, going into this week, I'll be honest, I'm normally quite upbeat and can see, I didn't, I didn't fancy us at all this week in either game. And it's just because, just right now, the attacking side of our game is so lacking that it's, to be, especially I knew last night because obviously we knew we'd changed the back four. Um, it was going to be more so that we had to defend even better than we have been doing um, with lads who haven't been playing. And if you take last night in isolation, 11 changes, lads who haven't been playing, don't play together. Mm. Some, have, some haven't played since the first day of the season back in August. It's not hard to see a performance like you saw from Everton last night. Now, the problem is, or, or rather you see other teams doing this, like Brentford went out to Gillingham. Same kind of thing, made changes, no rhythm, but they still had six of their first team. For us, we can't, I just don't think we're in that position. Maybe we can change that many players. And we, um, what gets other teams out of out of trouble a little bit, I think, and they, when they make a lot of these changes, is their attacking players are still decent and are able to to win games for them. Ours but the thing is, though, but the, the, thing is, the thing is, Barry, though, sorry to interrupt, the Go thing on, is, that, and, and this is something that Ped said in his. Um, in his player ratings, it's the fact that, you know, you can look at people like Tom Davis coming in or you can look at whoever coming in. You can look at uh, Michael Keane coming in saying they've not played for ages. Mm. They're bound to be, you know, they train all week. Mm. They have to be ready. This is the whole, I mean, we made Bournemouth look like Man City last night. Genuinely. I mean, Bournemouth, you know, it looks so easy for them to cut through us for the most part um, and just shambolic. And there was just so many players who just didn't look up to it at all. Mm. Um, and I don't know whether that's form or attitude or I don't know what it is, but I, I you know, I'm, I'm with Ped on this. They're professional footballers. Mm. They train all week. They have to be ready, you know, and, if their opportunity comes, they have to take it. And, and you would have you would have thought that actually, when you are a fringe player who's not getting into the side on a regular basis, 
wouldn't you have thought that you would have the desire mm. and the impetus to come in and absolutely play out your skin to prove what you have, to prove your fitness, to prove your ability, and to try and give the manager something to think about? You know, and arguably most of those fringe players gave the manager and indeed those who were occupying their positions ordinarily nothing at all to think about and nothing at all to worry about. I think the issue is, for a lot of those players, those players have had their chance in the first team and are on the way out. Mm. Whereas when you watch other teams, and probably Bournemouth last night, their players who are fighting feel like they've got a chance or on the way up who were young kids or whoever... Most of that team last night are are gone. Mm. You know, Michael Keane probably should never play for Everton again. He was. He, he was, probably won't. Will he? He was abysmal. He wants um, to go anyway, doesn't he? You know, uh, you know, Holgate, Mina, um, <laughs> Tom Davis. I thought was absolutely woeful. Um, there was, and there's probably more. You know, the 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 only one, the likes of I thought I thought like Vinagri did all right, mm-hmm. putting standing a few decent crosses up, and you could see him and say. He's one who's actually trying to get... I don't think he's good enough, but he's definitely trying to get into the first team. With the other ones who are just going through the motions. And you've got to look at the first... uh, To the manager and say, well... Not putting the blame on him, but... Did you really need to make 11 changes Mm. for this game? Did you really need to? With one game left... With one game left... James Garner, I think... Did all right, and I think he probably got taken off because he'll, he'll, cause he'll play on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably why he got taken off. I know a lot of people will, will, will and probably probably Anthony Gordon the same. I imagine as well will probably play Saturday, and that's probably why he got taken off, even though he deserved to be dragged off. Mm. But it, they should are have been sent off. They're all well, he should have been sent off. But they're all players on the way out, and I think that's the that's always seems to be the case when we play in this trophy as well. Is that there's no one fighting? There's no one fighting to get into the team. There's no youngsters who are on the edges fighting to get into the team and it always mm. seems the same and you've got to question a football club that doesn't actually want to win trophies that mentality is we don't really care about winning trophies mm. if you make 11 changes with one game before a six week break what does that tell the fan base what does that say well three were enforced they were three of them were out what does that say to all the people who go to the game you've made eight changes were you, sh- were you surprised I wasn't surprised because I know so, what the mentality I is. I know, but we need to get away from this thing of "Are you surprised?" I, we, sh- I want to, I want to be surprised by Everton Football Club actually trying I, to, I, do I, just, to be serious about something. Everton had an opportunity last night if they put out a few more first teamers to actually just roll Bournemouth over, get in, get into the next round of the cup, and then look forward to Saturday without too much, too much of hassle. But now all they've done is caused. More panic, more fear, more worry, and more doubt to Frank Lampard, and they brought that on themselves. It's as simple as that, and they didn't have to. They didn't have to with a six-week break. You didn't have to do that last night, not at all. You didn't have to go to three at the back. Didn't have to go to wing backs. Didn't have to bring, you know, after team changing and bringing a back three of Holgate. You know, but what's what was what, what was what in your opinion? What was the reason behind making that many changes? Was it a because you thought? or they think that it will give them a better chance mm. at the weekend, is it also because they don't value that cup competition I think in for any me, real form, or is it a bit of both? I think a bit of both, Dave. I think ultimately the manager looks at it and is like, my job is to keep Everton in the Premier League, and that's mm-hmm. all his job is. And probably they look at it and they, they look at it and think, we're not going to win this trophy because there's Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal, Spurs... 
we're not going to win this trophy, so we might as well put a second. And the manager, what the manager said was probably right after the game. He was like, well, that team's got loads of experience and that, that team really should have won. But like you said, Dave, you put 11 plays together on a on a Wednesday night and loads of them haven't played for ages. That's always going to be the result. Always mm. going to be. The, I mean, it shouldn't have been that result. But that's always going to be tough. But very disappointed in some of the players. Like I was saying, like I said, the likes of someone like Tom Davis, who could be called upon to play on Saturday, if, you know, Garner or Nana are not fit, then you've done nothing for your cause. That's nice. Absolutely no. nothing. No, but I, I mean, I said this myself in the aftermatch thing is that, and this is before I'd heard Frank Lampard, it, it's, you will have had players who will have been moaning to him about playing games of football. You will. Yeah, right? he said it himself. Michael, the likes mm-hmm. of Michael Keane, all that. I said mm-hmm. this. These players have given him nothing to think about. You know, and, against Bour- and against Bournemouth as well, with the greatest respect to Bournemouth, mm. you know, but if the likes of Tom Davis or Yerry Mina or Michael Keane or any of these mm. cannot look like good Premier League professionals against that kind of opposition, mm. then we've got a problem. Who've made changes themselves, you know, Bournemouth. who had also made changes themselves, yeah. exactly. They weren't, they weren't. No. A, a full strength. Bournemouth are a championship side. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I, I but I have to go back to. Sorry, I feel like I'm quoting you all, no, all the way through this. Ped, hmm. I have to go back to what you said just then because isn't this a sad state of affairs that not only is the mood how we are, but you <laughs> you said Frank Lampard's job is to keep Everton in the Premier League. Hmm. Now that alone is a state job. Yeah. I mean, and and you're not wrong, mm-hmm. but isn't that a horrendous state of affairs that we're talking about the fact that the primary objective is to not get relegated, which is normally the primary objective of clubs coming up mm-hmm. to try and stay in this thing, yet the reality is that, that we are facing another season of looking like mm-hmm. over our shoulders. We know we're going to be in the same situation again, I think. Mm-hmm. And the, the sad thing is, it it always does turn very quickly, doesn't it? It's you. I I didn't fancy us on Saturday against Leicester. To be honest, I thought we'd get bounced four 0 If I'm perfectly honest, I had a terrible feeling about that game, and you know we played out. I haven't even mentioned that one. Yet. No, no, and it played out in that way because I just I just thought against a team that could score goals against a team that can't score goals, there's only going to be one winner, isn't there? Really, and and that's how it played out, and 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 that's that's I think that's the fear now. That's that is sort of well, it is seeping into the fan bases that this team can't score goals. Two shots on target last night. Two sitters, Tom Davis and Anthony Gordon. Two absolute sitters. Mm. Gordon's is just as bad though. I know, but Davis, a, when you see him behind the goal, the goal he lays down. No, I know, but all he has to do is just head it on target. They're both woeful, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they're not even on target. You know, obviously we've had the goal, and um, but. But that's the state of affairs. Two shots on target against a Bournemouth second string team that that who've lost the last four games. By the way, their first team and their second string team rocks up and we can't hit the target more than twice. That that's horrendous, and it doesn't matter how good you are at the back if that continues or something doesn't happen at the club in terms of bringing people in. There's only one place we're going mm. because mm. you know what? Burnley had a good defensive record last season. Mm. Their defensive record was sound. Couldn't, score, couldn't, couldn't score goals. Went mm. down, and that's that's ultimately what what you know. As you're saying, that's what Frank Lampard's job is now. And I mean, don't if Saturday we could get three points, that would be huge because the table would look a lot better and it give us all that little bit of confidence. But 
no one actually, I don't think anyone actually feels like that's reality at the moment. No. I mean, Saturday was, uh, Saturday was, you know, we made changes to the way we played rather than the personnel and Leicester just picked us off. You know, Madis- and, Madison was superb. He was, but Dave, you would have been superb because we just give them all the space. The, they had, the real threat was James Madison with given space, he can shoot and he can pick a pass. And what, what we did really well at, against Crystal Palace, we had Onana and Guy sitting deeper and it freed up a Wobi, which meant we had we almost played like a 4 2 4 against Palace and they couldn't cope with us. And then on Saturday, he just left Garner on his own and pushed the other two up. And the other two were just totally ineffective. Onana was loping around. I mean, he said he was injured afterwards. Fair enough, maybe that contributed to it. But if he was that injured that he couldn't compete, he shouldn't have started, really. Um, and they picked us off because we were just all over the place. And the real issue is, and we keep saying it week in, week out, without, without the goal threat, there's only so long you can keep a team out for. You know, we can't mm. keep mm. asking Pickford to, keep, you know, to make saves. Yeah. We can't keep asking Tarkovsky and Cody to throw themselves in the way of shots in the hope that, you know, Leicester left Goodison on Saturday with 22 attempts at goal. To our twelve, no away team should ever be ever at Goodison Park be allowed anywhere near that amount of attempts at our goal ever. It should be the other way down. They shouldn't be able to get out of their own half at home, you know. And, and that's something we've got to address. But we, we're totally, we're totally toothless yeah. up front. That's, yeah. that's the problem. But you know you what, know, Dave? We, we have. Then we, have, we have one. We have one. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if you, I was looking at Leicester. I was speaking to the lad who's sitting next to. And it was both defences I thought were awful on Saturday. I thought we were really poor and we haven't mm. been. And they were terrible as well. Neither neither team could play out from the back. Didn't have a clue, either of them. But they pressed better than we did, so it, it showed up more. But when they broke, and Bournemouth did this last night with much inferior players, when they broke, they got bodies into the box. You know when they scored their second goal? There's three of their players in our box. Yeah, yeah. And yet, mm. hardly ever did Everton have three players in Bournemouth's box. Mm. And... That was the same on Saturday, and it's one thing we can sit here and bemoan having no Richarlison. We can bemoan having no Dominic Calvert Lewin because he's not fit, or whatever, whatever, whatever. We are left with what we're left with at the moment. So the biggest thing, which is me, nothing, which is not much to be fair, and certainly in terms of goals, it's absolutely nothing. Yeah. But the one way then that other teams have seemed to be able to negate that in terms of getting goals is making sure that you flood the box. With your players, then you might not have a natural player that's going to go, I can get you 20 goals this season. But if, if four or five of you are in the penalty area when you're putting crosses in, one of you might get on the end of it and put it in. Whereas we just isolate whoever our striker is. And I don't I don't know whether when you sign a contract as a manager, you're told to, to you know play one up front and make sure there's nobody anywhere near him. Because this has been going on year after year after year. Hasn't it? We've had, a, you know, it happened with years ago with Yakubu, and then although Moyes' team was much better, but since Moyes left, Rom was isolated. We've gone through, and Calvert Lewin's been isolated. Wayne Rooney, when he was up there, was isolated. You know, we tried other strikers. We're always there's seen no bravery, is there? There's no bravery in the, in the team at all. None. There's no bravery to to join up and get men forward and push on. And 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 to be honest, I I was thinking about this, and you know, someone mentioned like. Someone the, the style of play and what we like and what we don't like. Well, mm. 
I, I looked at the team on Saturday and I looked at the team last night with no bravery in it and the two different sides, but no bravery to flood men forward, join up, you know, get tackles in, be strong, be solid. Where was that? You know, against it's Kittab- the Tim Cahill mentality. That's what we're missing. Yeah, it, mm. but against Palace, we had a little bit of that. We started really well and we flooded mm. forward and we were always on the front foot and we were aggressive. And in the last couple of games, that's and second half against Fulham, that's that's just that's just melted away mm. to the to the to, cautious to, to again, just the it? cautious approach. And, and how's caution going to help when you can't when you can't score goals? You know, the mentality now is, oh, just defend for our lives. That's not going to be enough this season. And, you know, whether that's the players, whether that's the managing, the coaches teach, telling the, the players to do that, I don't know. But it's um, it's going to turn... I mean, this break is going to come at the at the very the very best time possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if Everton don't get a positive result on Saturday, then I really fear for Frank Lampard. Because I don't... The thing yeah, is, I I'd, I'd, I'll be honest with you, I don't think fans will... Do what they did last season, don't For, you? I just don't. I just don't think they'll be the. I just think what, what we had last season to save the save the team will be replaced by pure anger this year. That it's that, that it, it's happened again. That it's happened again. I know in the in the nineties we saw this in a way. When ninety four was the joy of staying up, and then ninety eight become absolute like you know there was a there was a real um, anger, and then that was four years apart. Go back to back, doing it back to back. Did, do you also think as well, because obviously last year, a lot of people were kind of like, well, this wasn't, this is not to do yeah, with Frank Lampard exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, he'd inherited, he'd inherited a problem, yeah. hadn't he? You know, and he'd come off the back of a, a, a load of mistakes and people thought, you know what, he's doing his best. Mm-hmm. But now, as you say, it's a different situation. He's had more time in the seat. He's had more opportunity to change the squad. Um, change the, the, the playing style and as you say unfortunately what happens this season will be on his shoulders and I you know listen I want to see him do well mm-hmm. and I would like to see him here at the end of the season and into next season and I'd like to see him leading us into our new stadium but I'll be honest with you at the moment I think that's highly unlikely I, th- I feel for him in a way because I feel like he's had it's two different jobs isn't it one the end of last season was just a pure firefighting exercise mm-hmm. and then and then obviously coming back for this season he's had to he's not been given what he wanted I mean let's get it right the club allowed the first five games to come and go without a striker and that's on them you know we they basically just went first five games don't matter you know so I'm sure he wanted a striker. He wasn't given one till you know till, and then Leeds, and then we had the thing because it was a bank holiday and all that. So the first five games passed without a striker. We looked absolutely toothless, and then since then it's been trying to get Don back and and what can we do? But we just have nothing about us. And the big thing, and I've said this loads of time, loads of times, and it was horrifying last night. It's the set pieces, the hot, the horrendous. Why mm. aren't you working on them night and day? Defensively, the we're, we're so yeah. much better off them. But yeah. offensively, we're poor, aren't oh, we? Oh, horrend- there was one last night in the first half and they went short and I think it ended up with Tom Davis kicking it out for a throwing or it nearly going out for a throwing for them. Mm. And you're just like, why have we not got a formula of of a ball in the box and a couple of the Run big lads the running, running across? Whatever, yeah. It's like... How how does that happen? You you know you're struggling for goals, and yet your set pieces are woeful. 
And I look at little things like that and think that's a that 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 is that is so poor. That to me, think, really poor. I think as well when you're looking at it, it is you know in terms of the manager. I think they have there has been improvements. I think in the I think you look at the the his best team, and I think it's not that bad. But it is light in the final. The, the thing about it is, there's players when you look at it. I think like the keeper's fine. I think the defence is, is sound. I think the midfield isn't too bad. I, I think the midfield's decent actually, especially and it's proved that. But higher up you go, and it's not that these players aren't good footballers, but the fundamental thing in that final third is goals. So you might be a really good winger, or. You know, you might be like a nice footballer or whatever, but if you can't put the ball in the back of the net, which wins you games, you're going to struggle. And the reason is, I've said this before, if you've got a winger on one side that is capable of getting double figures and you've got a centre-forward who's capable of getting 15 and a midfielder who's capable of getting six or seven behind you, then your other winger might be one who only gets four or five, but he's creative and he's three. You know, we had it with Pina. Stephen Pina, hardly, and I know I'm rolling back the years here, but Stephen Pina didn't score a lot of goals. Mm. But he's very, very, very creative. But we had other players in that team, the likes of Kale, who did get goals, and strikers who did get goals. And therefore, when you're looking at a Stephen Pina, it's not a big glaring thing that he doesn't score goals. But right now, Everton's front... Oh, he's part of the mix, isn't he? Except, but Everton's front three, Dave, now is... Our main goal scorer in that squad isn't fit, and he's not going to be fit on Saturday. Lampard said I'd be amazed if he's fit or, or no. something along those lines. Neil Maupai, bless him, isn't a big goal scorer, and we don't create any real chances for the kid anyway. And at, at times last night, he was on the wing. Looked like he wasn't even a striker. And our wingers don't get goals. So and our midfielders don't score goals. So you can set up a structure and go. This team the one, the one, isn't bad, but without goals, it's not going to go anywhere anyway. The positive for me, I mean, aside from the the, the two young lads coming on, mm. Stanley Mills and, and Tom Cannon, which was yeah. good to see, and and obviously bodes well for the future. But um, the risk is staying the obvious with the goal from Damari Gray, which he took well. Mm. At least. It was because he's a player that we've criticised a lot in terms of of actually not having the right end product and well consistency, That's but also that decision making right mm-hmm. at the end and and not having, not being clinical enough, not mm-hmm. being ruthless enough, you know, sort of petering out like so many of them do. And and it was good to see him not mess around last night, get his opportunity. Yeah. He came on, he hit the ground running, mm-hmm. he scored a fantastic goal, and he was straight into the game. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to so many other players, put a couple that, of great crosses in, and no one gambled either. Yeah, yeah, and and so that was one positive. Mm. Mm. But there just needs to be more of it. No, and, and unfortunately, you know, we also suffer from the situation that we've had many times before. And I hate to single people out, but I always think about Michael Keane when I sort of say this in terms of that thing about your head's going down. Mm. You know, he's a real player for he's I mean, he's always been he's always been a confidence player or rather a lack of confidence player for me. Yeah. You know, I've 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 seen him time and time again where you see him coming out the tunnel and you kinda go, He's not right. Mm. He's really not right. I'm not saying he's not a I'm not saying he's not a good footballer mm. and he's not a he's not a capable centre half. I think it's all and I I take no pleasure in saying this, I think it's all upstairs. Mm. You know, the and, mental and side of it, yeah. I think so. And as I say, I take no pleasure in that, you know, and, and uh but heads went down 
Mm. And and it was just made to be very, 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 very easy. For, f- as you say, a second string Bournemouth side. The first two goals were calamitous, weren't they? First one loops off a defender and hits the underside mm. of the bar and goes in. And the second one, we slip over and... Uh, and then, to be honest, even the third one, the keeper's got to do better for me. <laughs> yeah, but there you go. That was that was Everton bounced out of there following that Leicester thing, and and it's it's food for thought. The manager was looked quite pissed off, really, afterwards, mm. saying, "Well, players, players, you're moaning. You, you can't moan now, can you? <laughs> no. You know that's no. what I'd be saying. I'd be saying, Yo, you've come to me all week, going, why aren't I playing? Well, there's your, there's your chance, and you've you've done nothing.'" So don't moan when you're not back in the side. You can't moan about it. You had your opportunity. You both said before, you train all week. You should be ready to hit the ground running when you're playing. You should be going, I'm going to show him he's a knobhead for not playing me. Yeah. And and can any of them really, can any of them really walk off that pitch and go, I told you I should be in our first team? Anyone? You know, we we got it back to two, went to 2-1, didn't it? And we had that. You know, a Wobie should really slip Malpay in round the corner. He's in on with the keeper and he tries a shot and it gets blocked. But other than that, we, we just we, we build, 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 and then we can see the stupid third goal. And that's it. It's like you're done now from mm-hmm. from being you know one two truckers. Up. Michael Keane has dropped too deep. He's not in line with Yeri Mina. Therefore, the lads miles on side, and it is that kind of thing. And, and sadly for for some of those players, you can bitch and moan all you want, but when you get your opportunity, if you're not, you don't go and do it. Like some of the Bournemouth players did. They might have three or four lads Saturday now going to Gary Neal. Well, I should, Gary O'Neill, I should be in there. Or, you know, you can bring me on because look what I did the other night. Can, and I, and can any say, Everton player say that? No, and, so. and if they're not, you know, if they're not ready to come in, you know, given their opportunity, especially those that started, mm. it's not even like suddenly you're coming in cold off the off the, off the, off the bench, bench yeah. or something. You know, it's, it's not, I mean, you know, the, the greatest example of that, I suppose, is when you get a goalkeeping injury and you have somebody who is fully not expecting to play yeah. anytime soon, yeah. you know, and is just there because they're contractually obligated. Then suddenly, you know, they're kind of like, oh, Christ, you know, I'm actually on now. Mm. I've, I've not, not, not done anything for three months. I'm actually on. It wasn't like that kind of situation at all. And it does obviously beg the question of what on earth they're doing at Finch Farm all week if they can't, you know, if they if they, if they can't impress in that kind of situation. Tom Davis should have been doing everything. He was disappointing because he has done quite well in the Premier League games that he's been involved in, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah, I was saying this last night. Brilliant you know, in the derby was, and things like that. He was absolutely like terrible, absolutely mm. terrible. But, you know, when he started the season, he, he, he did good. all right. Mm. He's a player yeah, that, all right, yeah. I think he's a player that you can drop into the first team and do a good job. Mm-hmm. But when he's sort of asked to be part of the also runs, which he's one of them, he looks dreadful. Mm. And he always does. And that's where people jump on him. But obviously, obviously, he's not good enough. He's not good enough to be in the Everton side. And you know, we've got to that point now where he's not. He's probably not. He's not. Well, he's not good enough to go forward, take us forward. And neither is the core, eh? And neither is Michael Keane. And neither is Yerry Mina and Mason Holgate. And okay, someone like Mason Holgate can be a filler mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. But they're just they're not good enough. And and Certainly that's saying that's where it's a fine line between. Shouldn't the manager already know this stuff? And does the club really care about a trophy? And clearly they don't. And, mm. and you know, I think if you understand that in a way, then you can go, well, fair enough. He had, he had every right to give these players a go and rest them. And it ultimately just does, it does come down to 
He wants as many fit players as uh, first team players as he can for Saturday because he knows that's the bread. But, we, but deep we, down he knows. But us as fans, we're not sitting here moaning about the fact that really, if you think about it, you're not sit, sitting here moaning about the fact we've gone out of a cup competition. No, we could no. win. We're all sat here concerned that we've got a Premier League game at the weekend that we may lose again, no, and no. if we do, we're going into a six the, week break. And quite possibly could be in the bottom. Deep, could be deep, in the bottom. Deep three. down, we all know that's a trophy we win. We're not mm. going to win. I know mm. a lot of people feel like that is a trophy you can win, but deep down, we all know we're not going to win that. And the manager knows that, and that's why he's played the team. And 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 in reality, mm. that team will look nothing like the team that started that starts on Saturday. It mm. looks nothing like the team that started against Leicester. Mm. But it is that thing of just what what runs through our football. It's club. a message as well. It's, isn't it? It just, but also, it's what, it, what, what it's it's the message mm. and the it's the message and the attitude that it gives to Bournemouth as well. Mm. Because what a lift for them mm. ahead of Saturday to kind of go. Do you know what? I know it's going to be, you know, I know it's going to be a largely different side, mm-hmm. but in terms of the general confidence and feeling that they will have, they have nothing to worry about on mm-hmm. Saturday. They will prepare for that. They'll know that they've got better players to come back, and they will do it all again. And they're, they're not going to fear us in the slightest. No. And, and what could have happened last night is we could have played four or five youngsters from the start got beaten the same score but we'd all be sitting here going oh he's got first team experience he's got first team experience oh look now this kid is our youngest ever played and all that kind of thing I just thought he should have put the lads on earlier that, if I've got a criticism of Frank Lampard last night is that he should have and I know, he put the other the three McNeil and Awo and that on to try to, to because he obviously yeah, yeah. wasn't impressed with what he was seeing no. and he thought these three will shore us up a little bit and maybe he did we got a reaction we got a goal we could have maybe got an equaliser if, if the Awo slips Malpain well, I still would have got the other two lads on for longer as well because once it went three-one, it's game over, wasn't it? But yeah. uh, let's move on from that anyway. That was quite depressing. Um, I'm gonna ask you this just because, and we don't have to really go on about the jungle, but the jungle is underway, right? And no, no, this the only thing I want to ask is: Have you been watching Dave or not? I've seen bits of it. Yeah. Okay, I, I could have, I could have predicted you were going to say that. Um, but I just wanted to ask: Did you see any of it last night? I made sure to watch the last night because I needed was to get the the Babatunde. Th- now I thought that he, I thought in terms of somebody coming in and doing a challenge, especially yeah. a challenge which he was by his own admission terrified yeah. about doing because heights is his thing. Yeah. This was called Heights of Horror or something. <laughs> I mean, the clue was in the title, or Horror was. Heights or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I thought he did brilliantly because he got every single star that he could have possibly got. He did. He did, and it was raining, mad raining. Oh, and he was absolutely pouring with rain. 100 foot up on a little thing, right? Should have stayed in Wales. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He <laughs> the us, weather was, better, Wales was be- Wales. better weather in Wales. <laughs> but the, me, me thing about he did, he done really well. But as he all... Because I've seen something last night about the thing, and it's has he almost took the the Jordan... Mm. Uh, what's Jordan North? Um, not Jordan. Not Jordan. The other Jordan with the two up front. Oh my God! As he took, so we need the, exactly what we need. Um, the Jordan North route to success. So what I mean by that is, day one, he's took to the top of a whatever that building is. Did he the one who bottled it on the? First he bottled day? it on day one. Mm, right? And to be fair, right, my missus was fuming with him because he didn't have a goal in the game. I'd, 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 like, I'd have bottled that as well. Jill Scott was awesome, was amazing, yeah. and she is amazing. To be fair to her, but I would have bottled it day because I'm, I'm 
terrible. I'd stand on this mm. desk and start feeling mm. wobbly. Mm. Right, mm. so fair play. I was like, no, but it, my hands, my hands were actually clammy watching it, which is mad. Right, but he he bottled it. Yeah. But then last night okay. he attacked the I day like Phil you, Neville. I understand. What now you're I've going seen from. people after he'd done it. Yeah, tactical. He's the winner now. He's, he's the tactical. winner because he's overcome. Oh, he's tactical. Has yeah. he gone full tactical there? Well, without without the Jordan North without playbook. watching it, without watching it, um, it does feel tactical. Mm. That do you just explaining it to me? It feels like he's he's gone in there, gone. I'm I'm gonna be king shit house. Yeah, but you watch me, <laughs> you watch me bounce back, and and uh, you know there's an arc, isn't he? There's a king there's a, shit house. <laughs> I mean, fair play. But you can put it's the Jordan North playbook. No, but it, it's, mm. there's, a, there's a story arc there. There is. You know, someone who watches a lot of films, I can uh, see the story yeah, arc. Yeah. Um, clearly, Boy George is going to be the bad guy in this story. Boy George um, looks like the villain. A villain. He does. A he looks like villain. a panto yeah. villain, yeah. doesn't, doesn't he? he? And, I mean, and, he, he looks like you should boo him when he comes yeah. on. <laughs> and, and, see, I thought, I thought the himbo, what's his name? Owen. Oh, now listen, listen oh, he might, no, he might oh, owe it something. He's in he's in Hollyoaks. Hollyoaks, he? He, Romeo he in Hollyoaks. You trying. wouldn't want him in your qu- in your he, no, no, he, no, he can't be that no. stupid. I'd want him lifting stuff. He can't be that the stupid. The kids, he's he got can't. Be, I mean, Paige Blesser, who who comes in and does does work for us, mm. she is very much the same age mm. and the same mentality. Yeah, you can tell that girl. She was made up. Anything. Yeah, and she little believed, bit like, honestly, Dave. You honestly, I could, I could tell her. I honestly could you tell could her say you anything. Invented the and internet, she would go, and she believe you. She would honestly. She's that gullible. And at the minute I she's saw lovely. her, she's I amazing. Went, no, like... she's an amazing human being. Yeah. But she is the most gullible. Yeah, well, yeah. She was the most gullible person until yeah. I saw him, and then I thought, "Are you for real? Is this a game you're playing?" I could be a tactic. They could be playing, but we'll no, see because the jungle, the jungle reveals all. It does. It, do you know what I mean? The truth. He seems like he's a dead nice lad. He, this kid, oh, yeah. he's come across as a nice lad. He's, he's obviously his abs are incredible. So fair play to him. He should be like that. It's his job, and he's done the shower scene early. Credit where it's due. Yeah, you know he's done that. Um, and I don't think he's quite got the intelligence to be king shit house. By the way, no, you know he can't. Boy, boy George, BJ, is. He is, he's, he is a mixer. I mean, again, Dave, you might have seen bits last night, you might not, or say, but he, he was going on about how, uh, I'm going to forget the girl's name now, but one of the girls in there is, is doing the cooking. It's quite easy to forget people's names in there, considering none of them are fucking celebrities. No, no, but, you know, fair enough. Um, but he, he was talking about her, saying she's dead contradictory. Mm. This is the fella that's saying, I won't be told what to do, and then has said yeah. to her, tell me what to okay. do. And like, mm. Hang on, you've just said you won't be told what to do, now you're asking. So you've got him. And then you've got Mike Tyndall, who, a magic Mike, I mean, yeah. I thought that was something different. He can rap. He I'll can, give him that. He can rap. Yeah. Last night, that yeah. absolute lunatic, they got in the uh, that RV thing, they got the keys to get in it, right? There's an RV in the camp, and it's been locked, and they got in it last night, yeah. and he went in, and there's some stupid big huntsman spider at about oh, yeah. 43 foot. He just went over and got yeah, but it. But to be fair, though, in his hand and walked is, out. To be with fair, it. he's a professional rugby player, right? Have you seen some of the things they get it's up to? It's a spider. They get like pictures yeah, of certain he... things while they're asleep in their mouths oh, and all. Yeah. Guys, he said yeah. he said that his worst injury was when he not oh. only broke his ribs and mm. punctured a lung, but he lacerated his liver. Yeah, lacerated and probably his went liver. on the ale. And do you know what? Uh, mm. The himbo said when he said that he went. He saw him. He went. Oh, his injuries were mad. He's lacerated his liver. I don't know what lacerated means, but it sounds bad. <laughs> 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 
why Tyndall has probably done worse things on tour. Yeah, listen. With the rugby team. Listen. Than, than anything that young. Plus, he's in the royal family. Pussy. He's in the royal family. Oh, he said, pl- I thought he said pussy. No, I was thinking, pussy, the, royal pussy. Fam- oh, the royal no. pussy. He's in he's the royal in family that. as well. He's been so in he that quite a lot. He goes on the lizard mothership. You know, <laughs> he's in all that. Speaks really well as well. He's well, well oh, spoken. He's, he's, he's like a sound rough. He listen, he no, he's rap. a nice fella. Do you know what I mean? I, I just, it was just a fact. I know what you're saying, and you're absolutely right, but the fact that um, they'll have done things that you'd see at maybe a, a Tory convention. You know, Honest to God. They've done. They've the had things, things in the mouth. The thing, Dave will know this. He lives but down south. The fact that the he just things the the union up. players get up to, right? He's in the community, he knows. <laughs> It's like, I, I, it's like whoa, 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 whoa. small right. village, like the I, Stepford, Stepford Wilds. I'm not in the rugby union community. No, I'm no, not, no. What I mean is, living south of Birmingham. What I mean is, you're in the community. I don't mean you. He's just called community. you a Stepford wife, Dave. The I community. Well, listen, I've had worse reviews, Baz. Not fair play, <laughs> but he, no, he picked this spider up yeah. like he picked, like you were picking a bit of litter off the floor. That was, you know, nothing. It, and I was impressed with it because I, um, I hate spiders. Yeah. Did he pick it up like in the same way that Ped might pick up one of Loki's turds? <sighs> I think he picked it up more with more grace than Ped be, would do you've that. You've got to be quite gentle when you're picking up. Yeah, you have. Dog, yeah. You know, dog you have. You have. You have. You've got to get. We've done that before. Mm. We've done that before. But no, I just thought the Baba Sunday. Um, I thought, you know, we should. Do you think to... they go in with like an idea in their heads? Because obviously, they are. They are almost um, when they get them in. They are they are given certain role. I don't mean given as in like do this for me. But the fact Boy George is earning more money than anyone else in yeah, there is, is basically because it's not like he's a mega celebrity. Boy George <laughs> now, oh, he has been. I mean, mm. this is the fellow who's in the A team for God's sake. Mm. The man was in the A team. Yeah. That's how big he Put was in the A team. Respect on his name. But he's in there and he's getting paid more money than everyone else because. They want him to be a bitch. Yeah, yeah. They want him yeah. to stay the pot. Mm. So they have all got like certain roles. Jill Scott's in there. She's not massively famous, but they've seen she's got a bit of personality from mm. the Euros. Mm. Afterwards, she was singing and stuff yeah, on the stage. Yeah. And she she could be like an up-and-coming. And people are warm to her. She, she's a dark she's horse boss. for this, by oh, the way. She is. She's, she's a dark horse for this. She's dead straight. Think, see, I, I don't agree. I think she's, I think she's, she's one of the, the top... Yeah, the book is famous uh, already. Her oh, is she? She is no, I thought, I thought you were going to say that, Dave, because you work in the industry. Mm. So no, you're... no, 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 because I, I was on Paddy Power like 10 minutes ago having a look at the... the <laughs> well, no, the, she is the... now. <laughs> no, she is now, of course, mm. because she's, you know, she's going to be the new queen of, queen of hearts, isn't she? was actually the first episode. She, well, no, but that's the, beforehand, I wonder whether how many people actually would have known her. The minute you're on TV and I'm a celebrity, you're famous for being on... I'm a, I'm celebrity, a celebrity, aren't yeah. you, straight away? Mm, There's that mm. many people watch it. He like, made a ball last night, he was juggling. Exactly. He was like, I need to kick a ball. It was dead funny, like, and she's having a game with, with um, the kid. I can't even... I need to... Owen, Owen Owen, that's it, Owen. What's yeah. it, Owen? Owen something. Owen's... Well, we don't need the shame. We'll just call him Owen. You know, Simbo. Owen. <laughs> you can't, that's a bit... I mean, that's a bit harsh. We'll call him Owen. But, yeah, no, it was interesting. It was interesting. The uh, And, obviously, we've got... Uh, Matt Wancock going into oh, see, this is why I can't. Um, I no, I but can I, watch he's going to get destroyed. No, I, I am literally, I'm literally also, download on the app just to vote for the knob. I know, but the, the other thing is though, right? I don't know if anyone asked this, but I, I, um, I can't necessarily watch things. Also, even if people are terrible and I don't like them, mm. I, I find it really like cringy watching. People just like I watched. Have I got news for you on Friday? And Gary Neville was on it, yeah. and I was squirming. Well, yeah. for Gary Neville, I get yeah. like 
I, I get embarrassed on behalf of other people. Uh. It's a weird thing, but so I can't like sit there. Not like um when you have prank shows and all that. No, I can't watch anything that, yeah, like yeah. that because I, I my missus is a bit like I that. squirm on other people's behalf. And even though I, I despise the man for everything mm. he's done. I don't know if I can sit there and watch I'm just, him get that. I just watching. No I'm, joy in that. No, no, no. We'll just listen. It is what it is. But I, he's on, and I watch it. So it, I'm, you know, it's something. I, I'm not that. even allowed to. I mean, I know that there isn't technically a language policy on this <laughs> broadcast, but I can't even use the word. Well, don't use it, anything it, other than don't be derogatory. Dave, just say whatever in a nice way. Can't say it in a nice way. Okay, only... no, don't hey, say it then. Other we than can... me and you, Dave, no, 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 I'm not Dave's actually it. got a career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Well, loosely. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is with him. The other fella, I, I didn't know who he was. Who's mm. coming in? Um, is it uh, Sean? Someone? Oh, oh, Sean Walsh. Now, All right, do you want me to tell you about Sean Walsh? Is he the Sean Walsh? Isn't he the one fella who had a little? He's a comedian who had. He went into Strictly. Supposedly, this is from what I don't know the guy, but this is what what what, what we were all told. Okay, he went into Strictly and he had a long term girlfriend, right? And then he may have double uh, fallen foul <laughs> to the Strictly curse, and okay. he may have had potentially. Rumor would suggest something of a thing with his dance partner, who I think was called Katia. Um, okay, and that then split up him and his girlfriend, according to press reports it, that I may have yeah. read. It was, a, it, it was very embarrassing as well. I think I, I think I, now I think I remember not him, but I remember yeah, the, yeah. the furore. So obviously, around. the first thing he's going to be asked when he gets of in course, there is, did yeah, it happen? Did it happen? He's got to say that in public. See the problem? Blah blah blah. That blah. gets rid of it, doesn't it? The problem you've got with that with the strictly case, right? Mm. You know, I, I turned it down this year. You know, yeah. I think I'd have been okay. Now the problem you're going to have on that really is they spend. So much oh, it's time like the Hollywood thing, isn't it? with those people every day in very close proximity. Of course, doing doing hand. On hand. I mean, you who can, you can see? Yeah, you can see how it happened. Yeah, yeah who could sure, resist Tony 100%. Adams? Tony Adams. I mean, he, last week, I, and I only know this because of Gogglebox, but he done a dance where he ripped his pants off. Apparently, I mean. And he's getting rare into it. It's like, come on, Tony, you were the cap. And, and it, what's funny is the three lads are on there, um, Tristan. Tremaine and Tawaine or whatever they call the three I like teams. them. The, the funny the lads, lads but one yeah, of them's yeah, like, like them. oh, no, this is my captain. Yeah. And they're like, you can see them going, oh, yeah. Tony, no, because obviously he was a, the man one of your Arsenal, the hard man and all that. And he, is, the fake, is the fake Ned still on Gogglebox? Who's the fake Ned? The fake Ned, the lad who sits there with his girlfriend. Oh, what the... the... With the black hair, like from Manchester. It's fake Ned. The lad who sit, the lad from Blackpool, yeah. Pete, who's amazing, who sits Fake with Ned. his sister. Fake. Oh, is that his sister? <laughs> well, sister. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Blackpool. No, they are. Yeah. But they're the best too. They no, are no, funny as anything. No, Ned was. Sorry, Dave. And then you come in. Ned was. There was a family on from Birkenhead. The oh, dad, but yeah. the stepdad oh, was German. Was, oh, yeah. That was ages. Yeah, oh, but he never Jer- spoke. Oh, that the German fellow who voted Brexit. Did he? Yeah, he did. Anyway, Dave, what were you going to say? Right, do, you, do you know, so the ones that you're thinking of, Ped, interesting <laughs> yeah. fact about them. So this is Thingy and Sophie. Pete and Sophie. Yeah, Peter yeah. and Sophie yeah. from Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah. And their uncle is Paul Chuckle. Oh, well, what a lineage. Oh, look at what that. What a bloodline. But that just goes back, because we've discussed Paul Chuckle on here. And we've and Ned is a bit of a Chuckle brother, so... So you know, there you go. But I, I do like they are really Fair funny. Play. They're funny. Fair play. They're very sharp. Like I don't watch it. But... 
I watch actual TV. That's the the thing. The thing. Mm. The thing that always gets me with Gogglebox is that I've become obsessed with the positioning of their sofas. <laughs> what happens is that you look at it, and, and obviously what they're trying to do is they're trying to make a nice convenient angle yeah. so yeah. that you can have the family mm. on, a, on an angle and, and yeah. you put them in a corner. Yeah. But often you look and you kind of go, well, that wouldn't work because you've got two sofas <laughs> up against Especially them two. Yeah. Especially them two. You think, well, you'd never get into that you room. You can't get oh, into no. the room. And, and if they're backed onto a wall, there's not going to be much circulation. You're going to get down. No. Get you know what I mean? And if there's a radiator behind exactly, the thing, you're not, you know, and you can't put a, some foil on it, like Edwina Curry said, you know, out oh, of the to, to, to just, bounce you know, it out. Yeah, yeah. And you put saying that you don't put radiators on nowadays, do no. you? So a hot water what are bottle, they for? Hot water bottle. What's the for? Buy a well, toffee TV hoodie. Yeah. They, I mean, there's a there's a seamless link to that as well. I just seen just before we finish. I just seen this mad story. I love story. how we've gone from pure despair well, to talking about himbos and couch positions. Classic, 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 classic pod. Classic pod. Uh, Gwen Police have spent £40,000 on crime-fighting tuk-tuks. Oh, yeah. Um, and like the community orders? feedback has been overwhelmingly po- positive. There's one. There is a... How, hang on, hang on. How does a tuk-tuk fight crime? <laughs> the three-wheelers are commonly used as taxis in Asia. We're driven by officers and council ambassadors. Where's this, sorry? This is in Gwent. Yeah, I was going to say Gwent, because I imagine those things would, would be in someone's backyard in Liverpool. I Liverpool. was going to say, if this is in Liverpool, that would just be picked up and walked yeah, off with, wouldn't it? And, and London, I guess, as well. Why, why would you... I mean, I can understand the value of them as a form of transportation in hot countries such as Southeast Asia. Mm. Why would you... South, and, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Dave. Southeast Asia is not a country. I've got to pick you up on that. Oh, I didn't... Okay, to be fair, I didn't say hot... No. Well, actually, I probably Southeast Asia I meant, is a I mean, region hot, of the world, Dave. countries like the ones in Southeast Asia Thank you. is what I probably Thank should... You. I was being lazy. If I hadn't pulled you up on it, someone would have... I'm and you're pulling up a fella who was... Born yeah. in Hong Kong. Born exactly. in Asia. And I, that's why I just wanted okay. to sort the You wanted to make sure that, yeah. that no yeah. one had a go yeah. for it. Anyway, listen, back to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't understand why you would... I can understand, I can understand <laughs> that when you're somewhere where you want to get around in your flip-flops and yeah. stuff and you want to go to the beach and the handy form of transport, yeah. why would anybody decide that they would be a good crime-fighting <laughs> form of transport in Gwent or anywhere else? Because they're not fast. No. Um, they offer no protection. The, again, yes. You know, they, I don't really understand the... They're almost... They're not even electric. They're almost like a rubbish milk float. Yeah. In a way, aren't they? Well, they haven't got milk on them, for a start. No, but that's what I'm saying, but you know... Um, the, the, all the most rubbish milk floats don't have milk. No, <laughs> no. But they are open in general. Hang on, I just want to... So I just want to... But I also want to clarify this, because I know that there are tuk-tuks in Liverpool in mm. use. Yeah. And I want to know whether... Dave in his in his rugby union community mm. um, as part of the ha- Stafford Wild has, yeah. have similar because there are tuk tuks in Liverpool which have like karaoke machines on them there are. and you just get on them and like sing karaoke. And get off. I was in when I was in the smoke the other week. There was loads going around there. And Why have you just gone suddenly all 1960s? That's it, mate. When I was when in the smoke, smoke <laughs> mate. There was, uh... We are the girls <laughs> down, getting Fucking it all Fucking Dick Van the, the Come few... on, Mary! We'll oh, jump oh, oh, into oh, a oh, fight. Oh, 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 oh! Can I? Can I just? Sorry, right before I forget. Right, we'll go. I have to tell you. Go on. The Dick Van Dyke story. Oh, oh go on. A Dick Van... I love Dick. I actually. It's not Dick... a real. He's the Van only Dyke Van Dyke story. I like. To be fair, I remember. I remember going to uh, Southampton away years ago, and, and St Mary's hadn't long opened, and yep. I was going with my mate Tony Byrne, who's from West Derby, and my mate. 
Alan James, who's from Old Swan. Do you know and, these people? Oh, they buy yours. You know, Andy Bush Bernie. would expect you to know them. Big Bernie. Go on, Dave. And so, so we're, we're going the game, and um, and we're trying to find somewhere to park, and mm. and there was there's no obvious place. And then the the looks to be, you know, when they have like a little bit of wasteland, there was like a cement works or something like that around yeah. the side of St Mary's, and and obviously what they'd done is is they'd unofficially made this somewhere for you know sort of vips club members etc etc but very much on the southampton side yeah so tony drives in and winds down the window and kind of goes excuse me mate can we poke him (laughs) (laughs) desperately trying to hide his west derby accent yeah excuse me mate can we poke him (laughs) and and the guy fell for it and he kind of goes yeah and he pointed him over there and i just remember alan just kind of saying what the fucking hell was that dick van dyke (laughs) (laughs) that reminds me of if we're doing car park stories let me do my car park story very very quickly it's not as good as that but in 2000 and 2000 me and a couple of mates went to see Oasis at mm. the Reebok Stadium, as it was then. Yeah. And I, I had this old, I had this Deumatiz. It was tiny, but it was mm. a brand new car. Yeah. And I parked it in the car park. So the Reebok was right next yeah, to this yeah. big car park and like a, an Aston and stuff. Subway. And I, and I, I worked... Bowl. I don't think we had Subway at the time, I think. But I worked on the railway. And when you work on the railway, you always have an orange vest in the back of your car. Okay. Don't ask me why. It's the it's law. It's just law, yeah. So we're parked in it. We're parked in it. We mates, we've been there and... You know, you can imagine the traffic getting out. All coaches, it's terrible boating, yeah. and everyone, everyone was on coaches or or cars. And then, um, so my mate, mate bladder, just goes, gets in the back of the car, gets the orange vest on, gets out, and just starts doing all the traffic. And honest to God, we got, it was like the Italian job. We got out of the car park in about two minutes, and he jumped and he's, in the back. He's properly doing all, like properly. You know when you see the Americans doing it, yeah, yeah. all the hand, hand spinning, but yeah. all the buses got out the way for us it was absolutely amazing brilliant. I mean it's not as funny as days but it was oh, just no a, I'd say it's better oh it was amazing that's a just, good story. I mean it was just brilliant just watching me mate like all battered orange vest just navigating and we're navigating between coaches and they're all move. oh it was super well I'm going to finish Go with on. the story this Come is on, it's, you, were down, you were down in the smoke then it's, no 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 forget I've gone on to a car park story now it's not technically a <laughs> well, car I park you, I want you to go back to your London story okay. after this it wasn't that good to be fair but it, um the London story, I'll finish it. The London story, we were there walking along oh, yeah. by the bits, you know, that bit of London, mm. um, heading towards Piccadilly, and this tuk-tuk went past. Oh, yeah. That was like the buzz in the 90s, yeah. the oh, music yeah. blasting out. There was two people in the back. The fella just like spinning along like Kylie Minogue. Oh, Kylie, yeah. All kinds of lead lighting all over Lead lighting? Wouldn't that be a... LED. Wouldn't that be a... Would lead would be a health hazard. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, especially with the... No. You've got lead and you've got the, the car... Asbestos the floor. Yeah. And I wonder if he had to pay the congestion charge as well because he's right in the middle. Anyway, that went past. That was tuk-tuks. They are alive and well in the smoke as well. Forget okay. that, move on. So, years ago, we went to watch Everton at Pride Park and I got a, a car park pass. I was working there, so we got a car park pass at Pride Park. Derby. So, we go, we get in. I think Everton... So the game we won four three. No, it was, we won two nil. Yakubu scored. Mm. So we come out, and cause I'd had the car park pass, they ushered us out slightly different way mm. than than we would have gone. But the VIP team, lane, yeah, basically, and the team bus is mm. in front of us. So we get to the top of this road, and the team bus goes left, mm. and our driver goes, no, nah, no, it's right. I don't know where they're going. So we go right. 
So the team bus is going back, obviously, to Merseyside, mm. where obviously Everton is. Yeah. We went right, and after an hour and 20 minutes, oh, yeah. we went back past Pride Park. <laughs> <laughs> we were going, and it was the days before sat now, oh, so yeah. we're driving. I'm going, there's no signs for Liverpool. Mm. We come back, we could you have would, just followed. I mean, we could, I mean, it would have been sensible, just, just surely, just to na- follow. Basic nav- navigation, got mm. turning left out of... Derby yeah. would take you towards Merseyside, wouldn't you? I yeah, just, we, I we, we, just we, thought followed the team coach. We had a similar problem on, you know, when I did those um, the round the grounds things with Chappers, and we did like the charity things. Oh yeah, we went yeah. around all the things, collecting a shirt and a ball and whatever like this yeah. years ago. And we'd 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 just come, we'd just done Oxford, I think, and we'd just done we'd, we'd done Oxford, and then we'd done Wickham, and then I think the next one was QPR. And so there's me and Chappers, our mate Neil, who was our producer, and then a lad called Rochi, who was a cameraman. Now, Rochi happened to be in the front, therefore, operating the sat-nav. Classic And his, his football knowledge was the least of all of us. <laughs> and so he puts it in, yeah, it's all fine, blah, blah, blah. We get get to the roundabout, having come out of uh, Adams Park. I'm kind of going, is it heading north? Well, surely it's, it's south, it's got to be. Why is it heading us north? But... He'd put in. He couldn't. Uh, he couldn't be bothered to, to. Don't say. Yeah, you know where this is going, don't Go you? On. He put in Queens Park. <laughs> <laughs> Queens Park FC, right? Which was classic Roachy. Approximately four hundred miles. You play out, a hand on Park out of <laughs> out of our way. Oh, anyway, we God. quickly rectified it and we headed for Loftus Road, and all was fine. He got into Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. I mean, you know, uh, just very quickly, you you confident for Saturday, Dave? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm not. You know, okay. and and I, I do. I feel that um, I feel a lot of damage has been done based upon last night in terms of, I think in terms of the balance of of confidence, I think it's massively skewed against us. I think okay. our heads are going to be down, and I think they will be buoyant, and we have to work even harder to to overcome that from the off. Is a draw a decent result? I'd be happy with a draw, yeah. Okay, okay, for you. We need more. No, we do. Yeah. No, we, we do. need a win, but... Yeah, I suppose I'll just take a draw and then can't wait for six weeks. It's going to be like the most chilled-out time ever. You see, the thing is, just... I will be brief with this. The thing is, the bottom ten have all got difficult games Saturday. Yeah, um, one of them. And Everton are one of them. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but therefore, I've seen someone say, if Everton win, they could actually finish Saturday oh, yeah, night yeah, in yeah. 11th position yeah. for the break. Let's do that. And that would be good. Let's do Going that. into the break in 11th, yeah, I think most of us would go, we're all right with let's that. Let's do that. But uh, I think we, we, the, the issue of scoring goals is not inside the club. We've said that. Because we well, we'll January. look top of the table on the second page, won't we? Exactly. And that's all. If you can, you know, that maybe should be Everton's first goal. Mm. Be top of page two. <laughs> maybe that should be the first marker that you aim for. You know, and we'll see that as a victory. Who knows? Uh, we'll be back next week when we'll be discussing, hopefully, Everton victory. Oh, where's and Bush, by the way? We haven't even mentioned him yet. Oh, the Bush is... Um, if you watch... If you watch Extra Slice, he's interviewing that baldy fella off there, the little comedian, Tom Allen. Or whatever How do you know he's... Oh. Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. hang on. Because I don't know him from How do you else. know he's little? He comes across as little. He probably he towers over me. He comes across as little. Probably towers How do you come me. across as little? He looks. No, I'm I'm with Baz as well. Okay. Now you know, as 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 like you, Baz. You know, I'm not the tallest guy yeah. in the world. You know, and no normally that, normally Dave. you know ceiling beams don't bother me. No, I think one of these days we should try and get Bush to introduce us to Tom Allen, and we yeah. should have a lineup, and we yeah. should actually. See I think so. Draw how tall or not tall he is. 
I think that's a good one, and I think, and then that's on you. Then shame on you if he's little okay. like me and Dave. Or Dave, what's the average size of your village? <laughs> you mean in terms of area? Height, height, or, no, no, height, height, height. Oh, height. There can't be that many people who live in your village. Do you know them all by name? I know most of them. Is it yeah. like Postman? Pat? I know most of them. <laughs> no, what you should have said is they know. They me. know me. They I'm know sure me. they do. I'm sure oh, they I do. Know. I, I know most of them. Especially uh, Sandra, who cuts his hair. Sandra. It's not Sandra. What's her name again? Gillian. Gillian. Oh. Sorry, Scottish Gillian. I should have known. Scottish Gillian. Glaswegian. Yeah. Scot- I should have known. Right. Big thanks to <laughs> Dave <laughs> as always. I finished a lot more upbeat than it started, and I think. That is what we do. Try Maybe we to do should have started this. with the upbeat stuff. No, because then everyone would have no, gone. Then away. it would tail off. No, but everyone would have switched off early. Oh yeah, everyone. That's not off how. Early. That's not how it works. You have to keep the the listener entertained okay. and engaged. I think, I think it's always good to go out on the happy ending. I think so. I, I think Dave. I mean, it's it's something that many people who've gone to Asia have always stuck by. <laughs> Back the to same, the tuk The same thing, I think. <laughs> tuk tuk. And you can get them at all good massage parlors as well. Thanks for listening. We'll see I you next no week. Idea. Bye. Bye.